we'll just get right on into what we're going to talk about. Um, Abram, you want to start it or you want me to go? Okay, go ahead. That's the way uh, it's been going. True, true. I am just like the last one we just put up. I was reading the word again and I was reading a devotional for that particular day and it was John chapter 12 and as I was reading John chapter 12 there was a few scriptures that that, um, popped out to me but this one I thought you know what we should do a podcast on this particular one because I thought it was really good especially in lieu of what's all happening right now Um, and it was John chapter 12 verse 32 it says and I this is Jesus speaking it's in red if you are in your Bible so this is Jesus speaking and it says And I, if I be lifted up from the earth, will draw all men unto me. Now, in this entire chapter, it's talking about um, when Jesus, when Mary comes and anoints Jesus' feet with oil. And Jesus knows that he is getting, excuse me, he's getting ready to die. He knows that he's getting ready to go to the cross. And so he's talking to his disciples and he's, he's um, letting them know what's, what's about to happen. And then when he, he, and then he begins to actually pray to the father and he says, father, in this hour, glorify your name. That was another part that popped out to me. Cause when I was thinking about um, what's happening right now in the world with the stock market crashes, with the, um, oil you know just going bust with the coronavirus it's like a perfect storm right now and when I saw what Jesus said he said father in this hour glorify your name that became the prayer of my heart father in this hour glorify your name glorify your name Lord and then Jesus went on to give you that answer and he says if I I Jesus if Jesus be lifted up he would draw all men to me and that just meant to me, if I'm lifted up, Aisha, what Jesus is saying to me, if I'm lifted up and if people will look unto me and if people will come to me, then I'm the one who will save. I'm the one who will deliver. I'm the one who will provide. I'm the one that will heal. Mm-hmm. I'm the answer. And so I thought, you know what? We need to do a podcast on this because there's so much fear there's so much uncertainty. Um, there's so much anxiety, like our last podcast we just posted. So much worry when the answer is here. The answer is with exactly what Jesus said in the scripture. If I be lifted up, I will draw all men unto me. So what does that mean for Christians? And I posted something on Facebook and you can't, you know, People don't like to read a whole bunch of stuff. So it, it I could have went on and on, but I guess I can talk about that on the podcast and Abram can interrupt me anytime when he has something to say. But it made me think, and as I began to pray, I began to fervently pray this, Lord, Lord, I lift you up. Lord, let us lift you up higher. You know, let us look unto you, the author and finisher of our faith. And I just began to pour out and cry and, and just talk to the Lord about this. And, um, as I did that, and it made me think, I said, oh, I see it, Lord. You know, as we lift up Jesus in our lives, personally, individually, we lift him up in our lives. We make sure that our lives are aligned with him. And then we make sure in our homes that Jesus is lifted up. Yeah. And then when we go out, and if we continue that, where Jesus is number one in my life, 
Jesus is the Lord of my life, then then we can go out and begin to talk to our neighbors and begin to talk to our coworkers when they see you and they don't see you panicking and they ask, well, why aren't you panicking? Uh, are you, are you worried? Are you concerned? You can say no, because I have the answer because I know the promises of God that that belongs to me. And that is Jesus being lifted up. In the King James version, John 12, 31, it says, now is the judgment of this world. Like now it is happening now. Now the prince of this world will be cast out. And I, if I be lifted up from the earth, will draw all men unto me. He's saying in this statement that what he's going to do, he's going to overcome the devil. He's mm-hmm. going to take the power that Adam gave to, to Satan. He's going to take that back. He's saying that I've done miracles. I've done, I've healed the sick. I've cast out devils. But he's saying that this act, what I'm about to do, I will take their power away from the devil. I will take the reason why he was able to do that, why he's able to to put fear in this world, mm-hmm. doubt mm-hmm. and unbelief. He's going to reset the course of mankind pretty much. He's saying that you'll be a new creature, you know, with the salvation, me- salvation message. He's going to put that into action right now. Mm-hmm. And Adam gave that to the devil that power that authority that he had that God had given to us yeah when he disobeyed when he disobeyed um at the beginning of time uh, I get the question all the time when I'm talking to people um why is there so much evil if 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 God is so good if God is so loving why is there so much evil why why did this happen why did that happen and so on and so forth but from the beginning of time, when 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 our God created this world, he created it to be perfect, to be beautiful, to be a place where we can reside and have dominion over over this earth. But when Adam disobeyed, when there was disobedience, um, he abdicated his his role and he gave that dominion over to mm-hmm. the devil who deceived Eve first. Eve, yes, partook of the fruit, and then she gave it over to her husband, Adam. But the word, why does it say that the Bible says Adam sinned? It didn't say Eve sinned. It said Eve was deceived, but Adam sinned. Why did this, why did it say that? Because Eve was nowhere around when the word was spoken to Adam. And, and God himself told Adam, don't, you can eat of all the other trees in this garden, but don't, don't take of this one here. And so when, Adam did partake of that fruit. It was our di- direct disobedience to the word of God. Yep. Um, and that just goes to show you many things happen. Most things happen, especially in the life of a Christian too. When you are in disobedience to the word of God, you open. Yeah, you open that door. You You're open giving the him door, that license. And you're giving him license. The Bible says give no place to the devil. That's the reason why it's saying that. Because when you're in Christ, you're covered. You're protected. But when you disobey, you open the door for that devil mm-hmm. to wreak havoc in your life. So I just wanted to, to point that out because as Abram said in, in the scripture, verse 31, it says now is the prince of this world um, being judged. So you want to go back on explaining yeah, that? it also is. Um, it says at this moment the world is in crisis. Is that not true? Right. Isn't that not a true statement? And it says now saying the rule of this world will be thrown out. So we must understand 
what these words are saying. A lot of times I was talking to Aisha before we came on that when we read, just say read books in general and then more so of the Bible, she's a reader, my daughter's a reader, and I wasn't so much. But when I was reading, the comprehension wasn't as it should have been. Uh, Maybe I had other thoughts going here and there and not really engaging. And when I I was telling her, when, when she reads, I'm sure even my daughter even talks about this. When they read there, they're seeing a picture being painted by the author. Their, their imagination is, is just going wild on, on the word, from the words that are written on the page. But I'm not engaging myself. And I was telling her, like, when there's a book written, all the readers that read that book and they're really engaging themselves, they know how it should be played out as if it was going to be a movie. Mm-hmm. And then when someone comes and makes a movie about it, and they don't really hit that mark. You can, they can really tell that they don't know what this movie was about. That's not what it was about. The uh, the director didn't read this movie. Mm-hmm, the the mm-hmm. the screenwriter didn't get, didn't take those parts of the movie that was at that the was climax the, right, the, at the, the at, main at the back. Mm-hmm. Of, um, excuse me, at the book. They didn't do it justice. No, and so is you got this. You sometimes you get this whole uproar of that community when these movies come out. And you can kind of take that thought process when we're reading the Bible. Do we engage ourselves? Are we really thinking about at this time the devil's rule is up? Okay, what happened? Why? What do you? What do you mean his rule is up? How did he get this rule? And I just explained it with Adam giving it away. That that authority that he gave Adam. And so when we're looking at this and we're reading it, we're under. We need to understand that. All that in this statement in specific, that all that the Lord did for Adam and what he did in giving it away, and now Satan has it. He says, now, in that act, what he did, I'm going to correct. I'm going, I'm going to, to take do a course back. correction yeah. of the whole world mm-hmm. uh, for mankind. And if you would agree with that and you 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 think about it and you actually see the things that Adam did, what the what Satan did, and now what Jesus has come to do and what he's done, he's saying, I'm taking that authority back. Mm-hmm. I'm, and it also says, as you go on in the Bible, says that he made a show of them openly. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite scriptures. He, he took the keys of hell and death, and everyone in heaven knows. The demons know, fallen angels, people in hell, Satan knows that I ain't got no power. But what does he do? Satan just, I'm going to deceive him then. Right. He ain't got no power. That's correct. That is absolutely correct. Listen, what, what, getting, going on back to 31 and 32, now the prince of this world is just, what does that mean? What, what are we, what are we talking about? Abram just kind of um, hit on it just a little bit. Jesus was talking about that he was getting ready to go to the cross. Mm-hmm. And when he said, if I be lifted up, he was talking about his the type of death he was going to be. He was going to be crucified, and then people was going to have to look up to him because when you're crucified, you're you're on a you're on a um, on a cross, you know, made from a tree, and and then you're 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 staked into the ground, and people look up, and usually it's on a it's on a high mountain, so mm-hmm. people are looking up at him, and and Jesus in his um, intimate wisdom, infinite wisdom. He he knew that this this here 
They knew before the foundation of the world that Jesus was going to come, that he was going to be crucified. And in that act, as everybody is looking at him and he is bloody, he is, he was beaten. He was spit upon. I mean, he just made a spectacle, but, but the devil himself did not even know. He thought he had the last laugh. He thought that, ha, 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 I got this. I didn't kill this man who's supposed to be um, the one who's supposed to take back my power. Yeah, not too smart if you think no, that you can kill smart. the body. Right. God, Jesus is a spirit being first. Yeah. Like, come on. But what they didn't realize and what, what he didn't understand is that that very act is what judged the devil. That mm-hmm. very act is what took the power of the devil because, see, guess what? Jesus didn't have any sin. Not like we, we are born in sin. Jesus was born a perfect lamb. He was a born and he, and in his 33 years of life, he never once sinned. So he was the perfect sacrifice to take the sins of the world upon him. And so that's what he did for us. He took the sins. He took our sins, everything that we ever would do in this life that is not right. He took all of those sins upon him and he became that sacrifice and and I'll just interject when he took that sin, that means he took sickness as well, because sin mm-hmm. brings about sickness. Mm-hmm. So he's taking that, that sin, uh-huh. that sickness It's all that means coronavirus it's, it is one. Yes. Even that means coronavirus. coronavirus too. He took it all. There's not one sickness that is, that is higher and p- more powerful than my God. There's not one sickness. So he took that too. And as that blood was shed, the Bible says he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities, iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes, we are healed. All of this, the devil had no clue that as he is up on the cross and as people are, are mocking him and laughing at him and ha, 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 you thought you this, you thought, you yeah, thought. Yeah, and that in itself was glorifying Satan. Was glorifying He was Satan. feeling real good. You know, I'm sure he was beating on his chest at that time. Yeah. And the Bible says if Satan had known that by crucifying Jesus, his power would have been stripped, he never would have killed him. But he had no clue because, see, our God is the God of wisdom it mm-hmm. it it starts with him. He's the one who created. He's the one who created Satan. You know that's what, yeah, his name was it. Lucifer at the time. But I mean, come on now. It's like it's like how do you you were you were the one that that was created. How do you think you know more than the Creator? And when we have that mindset, we can we can understand and we know that what we pray for. That's why he says when you pray, believe mm-hmm. that you receive. Mm-hmm. Because he's already overcome that. Yeah. And we're just coming into agreement with Jesus has already done. That's right. We're, we're not before before Christ yeah. died and rose again. We're after. And so we're in a position to understand and really know that what I'm praying is according to God That's and right. his will. And the devil is defeated. And so I'm just going to, we're going to jump on God's bandwagon. Mm-hmm. And when you're on that bandwagon, it ain't stopping. Yep. You know. So as, as Jesus is up there on the cross being crucified, see what Satan thought was that he was going to stay dead. See, that's what makes Jesus different than any other religion or any other God. You know, he didn't stay dead. That's why he's not just a prophet. That's why he's not just a prophet. That is why he is the son of the living God, because that is what got him. It, it was it was in the death but it was also in that resurrection. Mm-hmm. If Jesus never got up from the dead, if Jesus never rose again, 
then Satan was still, he would have, he would have succeeded. But guess what? The Bible tells us that he rose again. The Bible tells us that he went down into the, into hell. Yeah. Hell is real guys. He went down into hell. He took the keys of hell and death. He took the, the power, the authority that the devil had. He took yeah. that. And if Satan could have done something, he would have, but he, even he knew there ain't nothing he can do. There's nothing he at this point. He, he, the great deceiver was deceived himself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, he had no clue. And he took those keys. Jesus, my Lord, our Lord, our savior took those keys. He rose again, flesh and rose again. I mean, just they, he said, he told, he told Thomas, touch me, touch me, you know, cause we can think about, he's just a, Oh, this is just a spirit. No, he told Thomas, touch me. Don't be doubtful, but, but believe I am alive. I am alive forevermore. Mm-hmm. And so now at the very end of the gospels, you'll see that Jesus says all authority has been given unto me. So you say, why is why is this still, I mean, it's still a lot of evil going on. See, we only have a limited understanding of what things happen. Jesus says, I have all authority now. He says, well, guess what? I'm giving that authority over to you, to the church, to those who call upon my name. Now I've given you authority over all the serpents of the earth, over every demon, over, over the devil himself. I've given you that authority. Why do you think it's such a big thing to, um, where there's persecution all across the world in, in Christians because, because the devil knows that that authority has now begin, yeah. been given unto us. And if Christians will begin to understand that, and like Abel talked about earlier, if they will begin to um, engage themselves in the word and understand the power that you have in Christ, not in yourself. Yeah. These are, these is, this is when you call upon the name of Jesus. This is when he takes your old dirty spirit and he gives them and he replaces it with his life. This is when, this is when you have that power and authority. When you, Receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior. At that moment, you do. But if you never know it, if yeah. you don't understand what's in your hands, then you can't do anything about it. We have the power. We have the authority if you are in Christ. That's why when something like coronavirus comes out, do you have to be fearful and afraid? No. Why? Because the word says that he was bruised. He took my infirmities. He took my sicknesses. Yeah, that, it doesn't matter how it shows up. Doesn't matter how it shows up. He took it. So yeah. he took coronavirus. So I don't have to be afraid. It does not have to touch my body because now I've been washed in the blood. Yeah. I am covered in his power. Yeah, when you have that mindset, when you think about it like that, you engage yourself in in this, you won't have to worry. The, the thought of worry and doubt, and you go out. I was out at the store the other uh, yesterday, and you see people with gloves. You see people with masks on. And, you know, the Bible says, be it unto you according to your faith. Where those people got faith in a mask and, a, and some gloves and some uh, wipes. All right, that's their faith. But for me... I, I know what I have. These people, they're, they're of the world. They're in the world. The Bible tells us to come out. We're in the world, but we're not of it. Mm-hmm. So when we see these things, we don't have to do that. Now, if you don't have faith in the word of God, well, by all means, go ahead and try to you know protect yourself. 
But at the same time, if you, well, I guess a flip side, if you have faith in God's word and you know who you are and you know that at that time I am taking away the power of the devil and, you, and, we're, and we're reading this and we, and we really believe it, then we don't, we don't have to go out with gloves and masks on. Mm-hmm. We don't have to be afraid. We're, we're not ruled. We can be a helping hand. Yeah, we're not ruled. Yeah, and, and to Jesus Christ. said that all will gather unto him. Gather unto him. And so if they gather, if Jesus is saying that, then that's what in turn we should be doing. That's right, gathering people. That, and he him. says that we are the light of the world. That's correct. We are the salt of the earth, of mm-hmm. the world. And if we have that, then we know that we'll gather people to us. Yeah. We'll, we'll understand that this is who I am. Jesus did it, and now I'm supposed to. Yeah. And so you won't, you won't be like them. Yeah. They're going to want to know, why aren't you fretting? Why aren't you fighting over that last piece of tissue? Mm-hmm. That, that that last case of water. Yeah. Why aren't you going to and fro? I, I heard that the last water, um, they're, they're running out. And there's only at this location. Mm-hmm. And so you're driving and you're driving, trying, you're going to and fro, trying to get you some water. But knowing that the Lord will take care of us if That's we right. understand that he has taken the power when the, back from Satan. When the stock market crashes and you lose all your money, or you lose a ton of money and you was just getting ready to retire. You don't have to fret because the word of God says, my God shall supply all my needs yep. according to his riches and glory. Yeah. Not, in not, your, Christ Jesus. not your money that you had in the stock market. In other words, guys, there is peace in him. Yeah. Every single thing we need in this life. He has, he is our provider and understand that. The way this world is, this the the carnality of what the devil has done. It, it this is why these things happen. Yeah. Because the devil is, is there are traces of the devil everywhere. But the problem is that the church has not understood what we have, and so we've allowed him to just continue and continue. Yeah. It's almost like a bully, if you will, that he's going to continue beating up people. And you're so scared. But look, there's so much if Christians will understand that the power of God is more than than his, then we'll under, we'll stand up and rise and say, no, you you won't continue to, to bully us anymore. Mm-hmm. And I know that's a, a childhood kind of thing or um, illustration, but that's all it is to God mm-hmm. it is. He's nothing to him. Mm-hmm. And if we have that mindset, we understand this word and we we get into it, we read it and meditate on it. We'll understand that. He has no power over us and you won't continue to allow the devil to to beat up on you or it just won't be something that you just read. And then life really doesn't. It's it's not happening in my life. You say I'm reading it, but yet I'm still fearful. That's because you're not engaging in it. You're just taking it as as a, you know, just like a religion. Mm -hmm. This isn't religion. This is something that helps us to overcome this world. Yeah. There's a scripture that talks about our faith overcoming the world. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, it's uh, 1 John chapter 5, verse 4. It says, for whatsoever is born of God. Here we go. Born of God. That's mm-hmm. that born again believer. For whatsoever, or you can even say whosoever, is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. 
So your faith in the living God is that victory. That so what about all, all my stockpile that I've got? What about my money I got that don't overcome? That won't help me in this time? Maybe a it's little bit. It's not lasting. Yeah. It's not lasting, yeah. clearly. Yeah. People have lost a lot of money just in these last yep. few weeks. And it's you not think a lasting they, thing. And you think um, they're not feeling it? Well, they're feeling it. You think they're, they're, people are a, feeling it all over the world. You know, water, toilet paper, paper towels. Yeah. Come on, people. Yeah. So whatever you may have in your own strength, that is not enough. Mm-mm. It says that Jesus has taken the keys of hell and death. He, he's overcome the devil. Not We're not putting our stock, if you will, in, in what we have. We're putting it in Jesus Christ and who we are in Christ Jesus. And you get to, when you read the word, you understand that. And you, you begin to believe it. Maybe not at the beginning. You know, some of us, we, we're, we're, we're so programmed to believe, you know, false or, or negative things. But this, know that this word is true. Know that while we're doing this podcast is to help you to, to, to understand what we have in Christ Jesus. Mm-hmm. And for us not to be doubtful and have anxiety and fearful. Mm-hmm. That all comes from the devil. It, it, we, we just, it's like we're born in sin and shaped in iniquity. That's, that's that fear. That's that doubt that comes mm-hmm. with, with us being born. Yeah. And so we have to get ourselves out of that, become born again, ask the Lord to come into, my, come into our heart, and he will help us. And then as we read the word, we begin to renew our mind. Not, not Jesus renewing it, but us ourselves. And that's why I'm, I say that a lot of Christians or people that even read, read the Bible, they don't read it. They don't engage it. They don't meditate on it. You, you're not, we, we go to school, we study, and we do that even more than reading the Bible. We're not studying it. Who says I'm going to, I don't believe in the average Christian studies the word. Yeah. I don't believe that they meditate. They sit around and, and, oh, I've read, I read one scripture. I got through that whole chapter. Wow. And even myself like this, I'm not putting anyone down because I was like this. There would be say, which one, I think Luke, which one has those long chapters? Luke. And, it, and it, sometimes it's 70 chapters, 70 verses. I'm like, I'm not reading that. <laughs> I'll, I'll read half of it and I'll read the rest tomorrow. Yeah. It's like that mindset does not help you overcome. Yep. Think about how when we like something or we engage ourselves, we go after something, we're not going to just do it half or a third of it. We go all the way. Yeah. And a lot of times our Christian walk, it's only a third. Yeah. Or even less than that. Some maybe have, but we're not taking this and doing it to our best of our ability. We're doing other things. We're going to work. We're we're coming home and we we just turn on the TV and we we engage in that. But it takes more than just I'm gonna do this, saying I'm gonna do it, and then when you sit down and do it, you just you don't have the capacity or even the mental um fortitude to even get past that that flesh. Yeah. You know? So if you are ready to, to engage as Abram talked about in the living word if you're tired if you're sick and tired of being sick and tired if you're weighed down with worries and fears and anxieties and cares if if you were a Christian and then you 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 kind of fell off you know kind of did your own thing if you never heard about Jesus and you're listening to our podcast and you're ready to you know what Aisha, uh, maybe you're the head of household and maybe you just lost a lot of money or maybe you're fearful about this coronavirus. Um, um, 
um, hidden you and 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 hidden your children just because you're 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 out you're the one that's out there supporting the family, or maybe you are a mother, or maybe you're a single mother, and you you you're just tired. You're tired of doing this alone. Whatever category it is, Jesus is the answer. And I just believe right now that we need to pray, and we're going to pray. If you're listening to this podcast, and this is you, and you're ready to try my Jesus right now, there's a song, try Jesus right now. If you're ready to do that, then repeat after me as we pray this prayer and believe this word and receive the peace that surpasses all understanding. Okay, let's pray. Father, in Jesus' name, I come before you because I am tired. I'm tired of doing things my way. I'm tired of being weighed down with the stress of life, with worries, with cares, with anxieties, with fears. Father, I'm just tired. And your people said that if I come to you, you will save my life. You'll give me a new life. So I come to you and I ask you, take my life, Lord, and give me the life that you have for me. Father, forgive me for my sins. Forgive me, Lord, for the things that I have done. Wash me and cleanse me and make me new. I call upon your name, Jesus. Save my life. In Jesus' name.